Come Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the beloved spouse. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This week, on the Jewish calendar, is the 24th Sunday after Pentecost. It is the <clears throat> final Sunday of the church year. Next week begins a new church year with the first Sunday of Advent. And to reflect the end of the liturgical year, our readings reflect the end of time and what will happen at the end of time. We see Jesus speaking at the beginning of our Gospel today. This is from Matthew 24, which is Matthew's little apocalypse, you could say. It's a condensed version of the last book of the Bible, Revelation, or the apocalypse, the lifting of the veil. Um, Jesus goes into detail. We only have part of his words here. He speaks of the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. And that was fulfilled in one sense at the time of the Maccabees when their Greek rulers set up a statue of Zeus in the temple. But um, it has a double meaning. It will also be fulfilled in the end times before Christ's second coming. One of the marks of the coming of the Antichrist is that he will rebuild the temple in Jerusalem and demand worship of himself. And <clears throat> it will be a time of, of great distress, as Jesus makes clear in the Gospel today. I'm going to read from our Catechism. It's good to remind ourselves of the end times, um, which will be, the, the end will be preceded by the this figure of the Antichrist before Christ's second coming. And our Catechism has an excellent instruction on this. This is the new Catechism I'm speaking of, number 675. And I quote, Before Christ's second coming, the Church must pass through a final trial that will shape the faith of many believers. The persecution that accompanies her pilgrimage on earth will unveil the mystery of iniquity in the form of a religious deception. The supreme religious deception is that of the Antichrist, a false messiah who glorifies himself in place of God in the true Messiah come in the flesh, that is Jesus Christ. And we hear Jesus speaking about this today. People will say, There's, the Christ is here. No. When Christ comes, that's the end of the world. The resurrection of the dead takes place, the final judgment, the separation of the sheep and the goats. If anyone claims to be Christ, it's not him. It is a false Christ. It is the Antichrist. The last days, and the time of the Antichrist will be, as our Catechism teaches, and our tradition teaches as well, based upon the scriptures, the final unleashing of evil will take place before Christ's second coming and the last judgment. And <clears throat> this figure, this mysterious figure, the Antichrist, Daniel speaks of him as being one who will demand worship of himself. Daniel 
says that he will reign for three and one half years. So does St. Paul, so does St. John. St. Paul refers to the Antichrist as the man of perdition and the lawless one. It's the same figure. Okay? St. John, in his first epistle and in the book of Revelation, the Apocalypse, uh, refers to him as the Antichrist. And he will reign for three and a half years. The, the, the persecution will be so great, as the saints teach us based upon um, the scriptures, that the holy sacrifice of the Mass will not be offered anywhere in the world publicly. The church will go underground, as we say. And Daniel even speaks of, the prophet Daniel, the daily sacrifice will be abolished. That's the sacrifice of the Mass publicly offered. We might ask, who is this, this figure, the Antichrist? The saints, the great saints who comment on this and spiritual writers over the centuries say he will be very charismatic and be able to draw many people to himself, very persuasive, will appear to be a great peacemaker. <clears throat> and I've said this before, I'll say it again, if you, you want a good picture of this figure of the Antichrist, there are a couple of excellent novels. The Lord of the World by Monsignor Hugh Benson is a terrific book. In fact, um, Paul Benedict XVI, when he was Cardinal Ratzinger, recommended the book, saying it's very timely. Another good one is Father Elijah by Michael O'Brien. I'll mention too, he has a, a sequel to the book. It's just been printed. I'm going to get it for Christmas, hopefully. It's called Elijah in Jerusalem. It's the sequel to Father Elijah, which he wrote about 30 years ago. Um, anyway, this this charismatic figure of the Antichrist, that is how he's painted in, in the literature and in the writings of the saints who warn us. Okay, how will he mislead people? How will he do this? Well, <clears throat> St. Paul tells us in, in 2 Thessalonians that before the Antichrist comes, there will be a great falling away from the faith by many, a great apostasy, that's what he calls it. And, well, we can see signs of it already. You know, uh, so many people have, have fallen away from the faith. Uh, recent statistics from the Pew survey show that 25% of all Americans and over a third of those between like, 18 and 35 <clears throat> have no religious affiliation whatsoever. In Europe, I think we can say the situation is, is as bad or worse than here in the United States. <clears throat> and Jesus, not in the section we read from today, but in that same Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, Jesus speaks of how prior to the Antichrist, there will be signs. There will be famines, there will be earthquakes, an increase of these, and an increase in evildoing. He speaks today, Jesus, a false messiah, false prophets will arise, perform wonders, great, so as even to deceive the elect, if possible.
but Jesus assures us he who perseveres to the end will be saved. And <clears throat> the Antichrist reign will, will come to an end, and there will be a short time before Christ's second coming, just a matter of days or a month or so before Christ comes and the end of the world takes place to give people one last opportunity to repent and to accept him as the Lord, their King, and their Savior. And <clears throat> that second coming of Christ is referred to in our Gospel today. Uh, Jesus will come, not in humility, to be judged as he did the first time, but he will come in glory to judge the living and the dead as we profess in our creed. And at that time, when he comes again, it's the end of the world, the end of time. And he comes in glory, the last trumpet will sound, every eye will see him, as we're told, and the last judgment takes place in the valley of Jehoshaphat. That's the valley between uh, the Mount of Olives and the city of Jerusalem. Everyone will be gathered there, the dead will rise, everyone will get a body, those who have died in grace will get a, a body glorified. Purgatory will end, and those who have died separated from Christ will get a body to suffer with for eternity. And at that time, the final judgment will take place, the general judgment as we call it. Okay? Why is there a general judgment? Well, because in our death, each of, us, each of us is judged individually, but the general judgment is required by God's justice, so that, as the scriptures tell us, the secrets of all hearts will be revealed. Everyone is going to know what everyone has done, good and evil. We're going to see how God's mercy was operating, and the evil who are separated from Christ for, for, forever will see all the opportunities that they had, that God's Grace was rejected by them, by their free will. <clears throat> and to encourage us to live holy lives, to be prepared to be persevering, Jesus exhorts us. You know, he tells us, he who perseveres to the end will be saved. He says, be prepared. You know, not the day, you know not the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. And <clears throat> we really prepare ourselves by leading good holy lives, okay? by our daily prayer, by our periodic confession of our sins, by our reception of the Holy Eucharist. These are, are the, the means by which we prepare and persevere to lead lives of holiness. Jesus gives us the sacraments. And <clears throat> if we are prepared, well then we must not be fear or become overly anxious when we see terrible things happening. And just as uh, a consolation in these troubled times, you could say, okay, because we, we see society falling apart, and especially you know, the, the attack on marriage is, is really the sign of marriage between one man and one woman. Uh, this is the fundamental cell of society. I've made a couple of retreats at the Clear Creek Monastery, uh, their traditional monastery in Oklahoma. Father Reese and I actually made two retreats there. And uh, the, the um, abbot, Philip Anderson, I received a, a 
a letter that he sent out a few months back. He said something I hadn't seen before. I want to share it with everyone here. Um, it was uh, a communication that that was handed on to him from um, Cardinal Caffara. Uh, Cardinal Caffara, who is the Archbishop of Bologna in Italy, Actually, he was one of Father Weiss's professors in the seminary when Father Weiss studied in Rome. Uh, Cardinal Gaffara received, uh, before she died, a letter from Sister Lucia, the last fat seer. And <clears throat> in 2008, Cardinal let it be circulated this letter to some people. Uh, Abbot Anderson was one of them. And Sister Lucia offered, you could say, another key to understanding the world in our situation, which I think is much more meaningful now that our Supreme Court has uh, proclaimed this, this uh, fiction of marriage between two people. This is what Sister Lucia wrote to Cardinal Gaffara. He was Archbishop. He was the Cardinal back then. He's now a Cardinal. I quote, the final battle between the Lord and the reign of Satan will be about marriage and the family. Don't be afraid, because anyone who works for the sanctity of marriage and the family will always be fought and opposed in every way, because this is the decisive issue. However, Our Lady has already crushed his If we persevere in prayer, in penance, love of Christ, loving others, receive the Eucharist, we have no fear. We know that we will be numbered at his right hand when he comes again in glory as our Lord and King and Judge. And we can look forward to him speaking to us those beautiful words which we all hope to hear come blessed of my Father, and enter the kingdom of heaven prepared for you from the foundation of the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.